Bills Fan Podcast for October 10th, 2016. I'm Dave. Find me on Twitter, at NumBillsFan. And uh, next to me, another fine gentleman. None of that's true. Not fine. Well, gentlemen, depends who you ask. It's Adam. NumBills Adam D on Twitter. Check out NumBillsFan.com for all our content. I got some funny videos up there. Scott Campbell's got some awesome articles going on. Shout out Scott Campbell 13 on Twitter. That's a Dave season ticket neighbor. Yeah, it's a guy who writes for us. He writes some cool stuff. He usually does like a, a usually every every week he does a, a preview to get you over the weekend, like a keys to the game, Scott Campbell edition, which usually is along the lines of don't suck at the end of it. Yeah, and uh, so shout out to Scott. Shout out to everyone, 331. That's where I usually sit when I come out. I usually scrounge up a ticket with you guys somewhere. You or Jeff up in, was it row 24, 25? I, I don't know. I don't know what row, but shout out all those 331 guys, Drunk Dean, so on and so forth. Also, Wednesdays on Facebook, through our Facebook. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Monster Trucks? Fa- nah, Facebook Live, son. Dave and Adam. Facebook.com, Num Bills fan. We go hard in the paint. Nah, but we hop on. We go live. You can get in the comments. Bring your hot takes. We're ready. We're ready for them. And if they're dope, we'll tell you. And if they're not, well, we'll slap them down at the rim. Not that this has anything to do with basketball. This is Buffalo. Like if the Kembe Mutombo could wave a finger in front of your face, that's probably what's going to happen, but... Uh, kind of disappointed. I thought the turnout says the two on, dudes that are like five foot eight right now. Yo, I'm five foot day. seven on a good day. What, well, I I used to be five foot eight before uh, pregnancy. Before you know, being the dad said it. Now the 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 gut does pull me pull me down. It anchors me forward about an inch. So yeah, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna describe <laughs> describe yourself. Meanwhile, me describe myself. I'm not slouching. It's gravity. I remember, like, uh, so, somebody told me when I was younger, they were like, you just remind me of some Italian who's always running around with the bread in his mouth and bread in, in his hands. And it's like, you know what? I still view myself like that. You know what they told me? If you keep rubbing that thing, you're going to grow hair on your palms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they told me. Yeah, if you don't know. They were right. I got three mustaches. One on my face, one on each hand. Don't ask how I got the one on my face. Woo-wee. Um, no wonder why I'm in. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Yo, someone had to put a stop to that. I'm so glad you did. So we've been lying to you the whole time. Uh I've been saying that Ari Shafir had a, a, a Netflix special. He never had a Netflix special. I've been lying to you. I got confused. So if you don't know, 
Uh, we are part of PunchDrunkSports.com. We are the Bills podcast, as in, like, the podcast who covers the Buffalo Bills for them when they launch their uh, Punch Drunk Sports channels. So follow them on Twitter, at Punch Drunk. And you have uh, Sam Tripoli, wonderful comedian. He is actually from... Spit it out there, Space Case. Come on. I am so freaking dumb right now. He's actually from Cortland. Because we had a thing about Pantelos one time on Twitter years back. And uh, his number one fan is the Raiders. He's a fan of the Raiders. But his second team is the Bills. And then you got... You second team guys. Good God. And then you got Jason Tebow. He... he, It's another guy on there. Not the team. You you two team guys. Well, the team... He's good because he pretty much does the things that I shouldn't be doing, like reading ads in the beginning and gets everything out of the way. And then you got Ari Shafir, and he does his thing as well. So all three of them, they're on Punch Drunk Sports Podcast, and it's pretty sweet, anything sports. So I've been lying to you the whole time. I've been pumping them up wrong, false advertising. Oops. Yeah, well, no, you you I got confused because when I got the call from from San Tripoli for us to join them, we were, like, really psyched. He mentioned a comedian that does have a Netflix special having a – that was going to do a sports podcast for his team. So All right. So I, I see how you got you know, you got confused. Hey, hey, I'll take out balls and I'll slam myself in the face with them. I'll own it. I'm here. I'm Dave. Find me on Twitter. No, I'm Bills fan. All right. So those are our ads. Don't forget, Wednesday, we want to see more people participating with us. And we will soon have giveaways. We're making shirts, so get on it. If you want them, they'll be on white shirts. And uh, look, tell yeah, your friends. We're making shirts? Yeah, you didn't know that shit? Dropping the knowledge now, five minutes Yo, in, 59 I, seconds in. Do I get an employee discount? Yo, you're probably designing this shit. I ain't fucking doing anything. This is all you. Deacon, yo, man. <laughs> Put those shirts Yo, I, how did, I should have known. I, sh- I should have known. No, nah, but we could, no, on the real, though. We got some giveaways planned out for people who are getting their friends to subscribe. So please, yeah, tell and it's your not friends. syphilis like last time. Well, there's other options. <laughs> Depends how deep you want to go. All right, so here we are. The Bills are on a three-game win streak. What? That hasn't happened since Rex Ryan got hired. Uh huh, and that hasn't happened since 2011. Oh, has it really been that long? It's been five years since they've been gone on a three-game oh. streak. Oh. Yeah, so... Three games. Jeez, man. I thought I thought all of Bill's Mafia kind of hung themselves after two games. You know, 0-2 start. I thought it was going to be like zombie fields. Like people just eating each other. And I was about ready to do some shooting on some morons, just saying, if they were zombies. You know, not if you're, you know, not a zombie, I wouldn't do that. That's rude. But, you know, some of your takes really sucked at 0-2. Uh, the world's uh, over. Yeah, no, they really did. And, you know, I am really glad for Rex Ryan that this Anthony Lynn thing has worked out so well for him because... They wanted they wanted Rex's head. They wanted Rex's head, and for whatever reason, Rob's head. And we've talked about how he's in there. I mean, his his official title is assistant head coach, but you know he's been doing a lot of work with the linebackers groups. And I mean, 
those dudes are doing okay, I guess, right? Could they get better? I mean, oh, wait. I mean, you have Lorenzo Alexander. Who? Oh, some nine-year veteran guy who had nine career sacks coming coming into this season. Sitting at seven sacks right now, leading the NFL. Five games in. Five games in, he's got seven sacks. He had nine sacks his entire career before this. What? But nah, fire Rob Ryan. You got Zach Brown, another linebacker that we brought in out of nowhere. Leading the league in tackles with 57 right now. But fire Rob Ryan, right? You got Nicole Roby talking about the red zone defense on the John Murphy show. Saying like, nah, we're airtight. We're airtight. We're letting the front four do their thing. And we're going to pretty much cover every inch of that field in some coverages. And what I found interesting is the way John Murphy pointed the question to him, to Nicole Roby Coleman was, look, Rex is always looking to puff his brother up. And he puffs him up on the red zone. Is that for real? And Nicole Roby goes, Rob Ryan's red zone defense is second to none, in which Donald Jones eventually follows up with, look, as a fan, you guys are killing us with these with this bending, not breaking thing. You know, you're bending until the red zone, and then you, you stuff it, you really put down the clamps, but... Rob Ryan's doing a lot for this team. There's a lot going on, and, and the team's also buying in. So, yeah, fire Rob Ryan. You know, I'm glad you brought up uh, Nikel Roby Coleman. And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, man, if if I'm handing out awards, since I'm, since I'm apparently handing out awards now, I don't know if you saw the video I made last night. I gave uh, – Jeff Fisher, the nitwit of the week award. We'll talk about that later. But I'm going to go ahead and throw defensive player of the game right out to Nikel Roby Coleman. I'm going to I'm going to talk about it now. I'm going to get it out of my out of my system. That dude had two of the biggest plays of this game. Two interceptions, one for six points, one that you know took away the Rams' last chance at making, making you know, points to get back in this game in the fourth quarter. Sealed the game. Yeah. Roby Coleman. What up? So, interesting fact, he's had, he had three pick sixes at USC, and one went... Oh, yeah, that and, was and a little homecoming for him. Yeah, yeah that's and right. one went the opposite way. One of his pick sixes in the Coliseum. He's only had one in the Coliseum in college. So his pick six this game went the end zone. He hasn't had a pick six. And if you think about it, that's kind of crazy. <coughs> These days, especially to go back to a stadium you grew up playing in. And like that stadium, the Coliseum, there is so much history there. So much history. Two Olympics. Super Bowl one. I mean, that's pretty crazy when you think about it, you know? And then it's even oh, crazier. Yeah. Like, it's even crazier when you think now, after you reflect on it, like, thankfully the Bills didn't move. Wasn't, wasn't Hitler at the, the one Olympics at the Coliseum? 
Was he really? I feel like there's like footage of Hitler. Wasn't in the it Coliseum. like the 1922 Olympics or something? So, I, I I don't have years. I, I probably should. I probably shouldn't have brought this up if I didn't look it up first. But I'm pretty sure I've seen footage of Hitler. Man, that place is fucking old. Yeah, right. It's 90 something years old. What'd you do? Just hit your bouncer head off the wall with your headphones on? Genius. I'm like your fucking dog. I don't know how big I am, how much space I take up. I'm just crashing into shit. So, where were you for the game? What'd you do for the game? I was on my couch. Hanging with my boy, hanging with my pops. So, the three generation, the triangle. Yeah. There's a triangle going on, the ladder. Whatever you want to call this. So is Hoya like watching your son? Is he like engaged watching the game now? Does he know like what's going on or? Yo, he's he's in and out, sorta. Like he gets it. He he's got the players he likes. He's got the players he like perks up for when he hears it called. But you know he's a six year old. He's got a short attention span. He has a Nintendo 3DS. So he's he's here and there, you know. But. Likes Rex, you know, probably just because I like Rex. I always talk about how funny I think Rex is. But, man, you know who he hates is John Murphy. Yeah, why? Because I make him listen to John Murphy in the car. And it's, I mean, talk radio has got to be so boring for a six-year-old. So he absolutely hates John Murphy. He's always like, Dad, can you just put some music on? I hate John Murphy. I hate that we're listening to this. So... You gotta package it to him. Be like, look, when you're playing Madden. Oh, I'll package it. I'll package it to him like this. Tough shit, kid. Dad's keys. Dad's call. That's it. That's it. What if he's got to give you a ride? When he's sixteen and you need a ride and you're in his whip, what happens? I'm the dad. You respect I'll, I'll, it. You'll come up with a new a, a new term within ten years for that. I got headphones. All right. I got headphones. Or you could bring your own Bluetooth speaker just to make his life miserable. I do that. Ugh. Why not? I was at uh, the famous Dave Larson's house. It was... Uh, not to be confused with famous Dave's, the barbecue joint. Exactly. And uh, it was nice to have a victory over there. It's, it f- feels like it's been a minute since we've had a win watching it at the loft. And uh, pretty intense because, you know... It's, like, so weird when you're at the stadium, you just, it's, like, running, I think it's, like, just about running free, like, naked through a field. Like, you just feel, like, all your fan stuff as a kid, you could be just as obnoxious as you want. Oh, right. To right. a point. I mean, obviously the Bills don't want you to be crazy. The NFL doesn't want you to be crazy. They have some great image to uphold. Uh, and you got to have right. respect. No, I mean, you can wild, a, you can wild a, the fuck out, though. Just don't be the dude who falls over the fucking handrail and, and breaks your fucking neck. Yeah, just don't ruin it for people. You know, at least pay attention to the game. If you want to... I get bothered when people talk about shit, and it's like, you don't even know the roster, and you're talking all this horse shit. Like, you know what's going on. And you're entitled to your opinion, but, like, ask somebody something if you don't really know what's going on. You know, just, hey, has that guy always been like that? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, you know. So you get a lot of people saying some dumb shit, and it's amazing because they spent all that money on tickets, and they're just 
Oh, same old Bills. Like, why do you come? Okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad the team's here. And you have to buy these damn tickets. But like, as far as being a fan, fan, if you if you want to rile out and, and go ape shit, it's really quite the adjustment to come to somebody's house or even your own house and not scream at the TV. I mean, during the the Patriots game, I was going ape shit at home. And the dogs just kind of. My dogs just kind of look at me like, okay. What else is new? The human idiot. Great. This guy does what again? Yeah, no. I'll, I mean, all you do is make loud noises of different different types. So your dogs just ignore you half the time. <laughs> Unless they're hungry. I wish I could. Uh, well, yeah, no. That's. I'm, you know, I'm a lot. I'm a lot like your dogs. We just tune you out till we get hungry. Yeah, I know, man. I, I'm. I thought I caught you in a dog ball the other day. I like going to the game. I, I really do because you feel like you're a part of it. You feel like you're a part of the outcome, and I, I just love just screaming. I, I just get to get it out. You go home with the horse voice. And if there's a win, it's always fun. It's positive. When it's a loss, it feels like you're walking out of Armageddon. Like it's awful. It's just awful spirits are down i didn't think that leaving after that cardinals game that the bills are going to two game win streak after that so the bills are 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 three games deep in their quote-unquote win streak that's weird to say we're used to seeing these quarterbacks throw for not many yards like tyra taylor did yet again which is obviously a recurring theme here Right, he was, uh, he put up 124 uh, on 23 pass attempts, completed 12, and yeah, 124 yards. Now, it's not a ton of yards, but... There were some drops, too. I'm saying, I'm saying, that's that's 12.4, or no, that's, that's 10 yards, that's 10 yards per, roughly, so... Well, here's what I will argue. That's a nice average. Here's what I'll argue with people all day. Now, completion percentage? Yeah. That leaves a little bit to be to be desired. And he wasn't as effective on the ground either, I thought. But. I thought he stepped up when he needed to step up. Exactly. He got it done when when we needed to extend these drives. And he's got this special way of just making making something out of nothing. I will say I think Tyrod Taylor does something that 28 to 29 other quarterbacks in the NFL cannot do. And he somehow extends these plays and finds Justin Hunter in the back of the end zone. And, and let's just give Justin Hunter some credit. Gets on this team this week. I, I don't know if he was a free agent or waivers. Was he waivers? I, think he was a I free believe agent. he was waivers. Really? I'm not positive. I thought it was a free agent. We don't up. fucking know. We don't know anything, so really don't listen. I mean, yeah, listen for more. I mean, effort. I I know he's there. I know. I know he just got here this week, and he started, and and he made a play, and he's tall as hell. Yeah, his first snap, he catches a fucking touchdown. Was that his first snap? That was his first snap as a bill, and I just want to compliment him on his foot control, his foot placement. He. His awareness level. He that. was tight on that back edge of that of that end zone, and they had to look at it, but 
he had both feet planted right where right where they need to needed to be, and he made that catch. I thought he actually got two feet down and then tapped two other times. Looked good, looked good, man. I mean, and that's what he's there for. He's a big, tall kid. That, that's he's that the red dude. zone threat. That's what I thought Mike Williams would do. He's for the this dude team that we wanted: then. Caveman Mike and Des Lewis. That, that that's who, it's the dude we've been looking for for that situation. That tall back of the end zone motherfucker. Yeah. Why are you so mean today? I'm 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 liking that like happy mean. You though. described your point with four fucks. I know, dude. I can't I can't even put together real words today, man. It's just these Bills wins. I I don't even know what to do with this win streak. You're really that excited. It's like winning like fifty bucks on a scratch off ticket. Like, you're super excited, but it's not going to change your life. That's true. That's kind of nice. But it's a great feeling. Oh, that's terrible sound. So, Tyrod Taylor, he extends that play. Justin Hunter catches the ball in the end zone. And, and, and what's cool is seeing Justin Hunter have that, like, that, that, that feel of where to be. He's doing what he does best. He was put in the best position to be in. If you ask me, like, that's red zone, let's go. And Tyrod Taylor, he he's going to get you first downs in unique ways. In, you want to know it's really bad, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm going to lose my, my thoughts, so. When you said red zone, let's go, like, all I heard was, like, little John saying that, like, over a trap beat. Like, I, I, that might be a hit. Like, we should get the auto-tune. And, like, get, get a nice, like, trap beat going and do, like, a Red Zone Let's Go, like, club song. I don't like Little John. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying he's good, but we could probably afford the feature because... You know what I picture when you say for... Little John? I just picture myself just bashing my head repeatedly against the doorway, hoping to die. I, I don't... Like, it, it's so annoying... Yo, don't get me wrong. There could be a time where you want to get hyped. I'm saying, like, I, 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 I'm saying, you. How many millions did you make by yelling "Okay"? How many idiots? Yo, how, are there in this world? How so many, stop how it. How many millions did you make by how yelling? How many idiots are in this world? I don't need to hear that. That's ridiculous. All right, I'm going back to Tyler Taylor. I'm not giving Little John any more of my time. So hit your punchline. Yeah. All right. Well, when we go. When we go double platinum with one feature, I won't forget you, dog. Yo, man, he's got the looks, too. He's ugly as fuck. They marketed him very well. Anyways, so Tyra Taylor, I also thought he, he, he definitely threw some more balls, making it a point over the middle. He And, and the one I'm thinking of is Charles Clay. Oh, yeah, that, dude. That laser to Charles Clay, that looked like a, a throw from, like, Drew Brees, Brett Favre. Right over the middle, and if Charles Clay didn't have three guys closing in on him, he would have stretched for the first down. Yep. He was about a half yard shy or less. Charles Clay was on point. He had five catches on five targets. You you can't ask for more. Now, one thing, while we're on that point, one thing that does have me worried is I kind of feel like Tyrod and Robert Woods are struggling to like build their chemistry. Do you get that vibe? I think when I saw Robert Woods 
extend past um what's the word? When I saw Robert Woods actually get overthrown, I thought, okay. Was it Tyrod technically? Was it Robert? Maybe he lost a step along the way, maybe he got tangled up in something. Was it a slightly bad angle on Robert Woods? You'll know when you look at the all twenty two to see if he took who who knows how it worked out. Because sometimes you, you think that he might he might have got bumped off along in his route. You follow me? Oh, and yeah. now granted it's just a go route and that was definitely a, a, a walk in touchdown with the balls there. But what I'm curious to know is when you have Sammy Watkins, Goodwin, and Robert Woods on the line shooting off to a gun or a whistle, I think two other out of the three other receivers in that group, besides Woods, gets there before Robert Woods. And it's not a knock on Robert Woods, but I think their chemistry needs some work. As right, far as right. those as far as those routes. As right. far I mean, as like he, he like caught, outs and stuff like that, I think they're they're pretty they're pretty decent. He, he caught two passes on six targets. But when I think so. Robert Woods, I don't think a goal route touched on the Robert Woods. I, I don't think that at all. No, no, he's That's a, definitely a Sammy Goodwin thing. No, he's definitely like an intermediate. You know, hopefully yards after catch if he's got a little room to turn around and and make it happen. And by the way, for for the people out there who want to degrade the win as far as guys being out, now that I'm thinking about it. The Rams had three defensive dudes out on their defensive line out. Yeah, both and, their starting defensive ends were out. And I'll be honest with you, you know what? We were missing Marcel Darius. We were missing Sammy Watkins. We're missing pieces. You know, so, it, I, I mean, it's getting to the point now where we're just kind of used to it. Look, at least the team, when you look back at this season, us Bills fans, we want to be critical. We want to say, hey, this is not a recipe for success. He's got to throw for more yards. He's got to do this and that. You want to know something? Tyrod Taylor's dynamic ability to extend plays and to take care of plays while on the run, still keeping his eyes downfield and extending plays, it's making his offensive line look a little bit better, which is having a wonderful game, one run blocking, by the way. And it's like, let it be what it is. I mean, again, He's been criticized for throwing over the middle. Well, and he's been criticized for not finding Charles Clay. He He's found Charles Clay. And people are saying only three balls, three receptions, I believe, went to uh, wide receivers, at least at one point in the game. And it's like, wait a second. You guys are the same people that are going to bitch that Charles Clay got no targets. So I don't want to hear it. Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? He didn't throw the ball that many times. No, I mean, he really didn't. They, they didn't need to. That's the thing. is it, it, They did not need to. Yeah, the, no, I the mean, start he, of this game 23, was, 23 attempts. Yeah. And, and, and who's the star of this game offensively? Take a wild guess who the star of the game is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Coming in at 8.3 yards per carry was Sean... Motherfucking McCoy. That's what he had was 8.3 yards? Yeah. I thought it was actually higher. I feel like the last couple couple runs he had were yeah, behind no, the I mean, sticks. Because he was 18, averaging at 1.10. 10 to 11. 18 carries for 150 yards. Which, that 150 yards puts him up to 447 on the season. Which is good for fourth overall in the NFL. And... That 8.3 average puts him up to 89.4 yards per game, which is good for fifth overall in the NFL. 
So you have a top five running back right now, LaShawn McCoy, and people are saying, look, we need Carlos Williams. Now, we don't know what happened with Carlos Williams with that whole situation. So we don't know if what what's going on. Um, supposedly it was scheduling. Supposedly Anthony Lynn saying that it's presser that, you know, before the game recently that, you know, Carlos will be back when he is ready. So th- what's that tell you? We don't know. Is it is it a thing upstairs in his head? Is it a is he out of shape? I don't know. But he'll be back. But people saying that we need some pounding back. Mike Gilsley is stepping in perfectly fine, making good reads and making positive yards when he is handed the rock. I'm not seeing I feel like this team is running the ball absolutely fine and I understand we can't always run the ball to win but at the same time when we can we should at the same time this is another game where the defense has stepped up to the plate and it this team is just doing what they got to do to win and when you're facing a team that is missing three of their four defensive starters along their defensive line you let your offensive line create those opportunities for your running back Especially when you got a guy like Shady McCoy who can take a small opportunity. You give him a little bit of room. You give him a gap. You give him one good block, and he's good for 10 yards. He's good for 20 yards. I mean, he might break off a long one. We, You know, shoot. They have so many different ways of doing it, like, Right before the Roby's pick six, I'm sitting there, and I'm telling Dave, which he says he doesn't remember. Oh, yeah, did you say that? I told my girlfriend. I know I did. I was talking a lot. I'm like, this team needs a pick six. This team needs an interception right now. And then you know Scott I, was sent me a screenshot of him saying the same shit to his buddy. Next thing you know, boom. You know what play I fucking love? I don't, you know, I don't even know what like the real like football name for this is. But these these run plays that they're doing where Tyrod kind of, like, rolls out to one side with it and then, like, flips it out to the running back as soon as, like, he, he's about to, like, An make option. that. option? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That little, like, toss out, though. Mm-hmm. That is, like, the sickest shit, dude. Until Tyrod Taylor gets killed. Yeah, yeah. One of these times, one of these times, someone's going to someone's gonna cash in on that and try to, you know, take a penalty to put our guy out of the game. But it's almost like... And that scares me, man. That, that really does. Because somebody somebody somewhere is going to just be like, fuck it, you know what? It's worth it to get this guy sat down. Yeah. I would scarface it, too. Yo, you gotta. You gotta in that situation. Unless, I mean... Alright, there's a lot of circumstances where you don't want to do that, but... I'd, I'd rather play E.J. Manuel than Tyrod Taylor any day of the week if I'm a defender. <laughs> Defensively, um, they kept getting the ball back to the offense, and the offense sputtered. There was a couple spots where the offense sputtered. Actually, I should say a few spots where it seemed like on first down they couldn't get much going. And... There was even uh, 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 they had a first and five on their own fifteen because it was a block in the back by I believe Corbin Bryant on special teams, and um, the ball got returned from the Bills to the twenty-five fifteen-yard penalty. They started in the ten. LA went offsides. They you know they had three tries to get five yards and they didn't do it. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I believe that was where the ball was batted down from Tyrod Taylor. So. A hell of a sputter. Like, 
When that game was tied, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I did not feel comfortable during this game. I did not. You know? Uh, 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 oh, no. It was it was way too close for comfort. It was too billsy. Like, it was really billsy. I did imagine everything going wrong several different ways. Yeah. So I, I had this issue. I'm like, what are we going to point to? Because if this doesn't work out, I don't want to hear that Tyrod didn't get it done. I don't want to hear that you can't run the ball. Because the, the the issue that everybody's concerned about is the day that your defense cannot hold it together. The day that you can't run the ball, your defense can't hold it together. Can you throw to win? And I think what people are forgetting is... When you do the simple calculations, that's where you would go with it. But I think you're forgetting what, again, I think Tyrod Taylor brings to the table. He brings a different element of his own run game, which sets up a lot of things. You know, because just that half a second where you can freeze these defenders, and now with Anthony Lynn in there, I feel that they just keep hammering out the positives and Tyrod's slowly improving more. He's finding Charles Clay more. He's going over the middle more. And as long as we're finally on the winning side of it, and at the end of the year, as a Bills fan, we've looked back at so many seasons, and we're like, wow, we went 7-9. Wow, we went 0-8 under Changi's first year. And it's like, you know how many of those 0-8 games were actually pretty close? You don't, you, you don't look at, oh... We lost not games. close enough. And that's my point, is we're not going to look back and go, oh, wow, you can't win like that. You can't win like that. Look, it doesn't matter. Put the wins in the column. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. If you've got to rest it on this defense, which is making plays, you got guys along the lines finally, like, showing up, you know, it just oh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of guys that are in there. Corbin Bryant's been playing really well. Adolphus Washington had a pretty nice day, three tackles and a sack. Adolphus Washington burst through the line and pretty much just face palm this dude. Yeah, no, he like, like he, he, he was he his little him, man. bitch, dude. He, he just palmed him in the face mask, just pushed him to the ground with one arm. No, he 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 did the balls across the face mask, like slide over you. Thing, man, the, the straight T bass, so disrespectful. That's not how you want to get tackled when you're a grown ass man. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear the knock of another man's jock on my face mask. Not that I've ever had any any reason to have any sort of like athletic protection equipment on. I've never done anything that required that. So, yo, if I was him getting tackled like that, it'd be like, oh fuck, oh come on. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, come on, man! You had to teach. No, that that cup on face mask sound probably it's probably like a really awful, awful knock. I would figure that you would have better knock going going across the top of the helmet, but if there's a face mask knock, that's pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. There's not there's not much between. Good thing they got a lot of bars now. Yeah, yeah seriously. That was like a nose knock. From the cop. Oh, man. That would be a pretty small cop. You never know, though. I mean... You never know. Hey, I'm not going to judge. Drop them balls right in on the uh, bridge of their nose. 
That's what we were getting at. That's how you got to do it, man. <laughs> how did we go from, like, good conversation to this? Because you called out the obvious. Yeah, no, I know. I had to. What else stood out to you in this game? I thought, um... Okay, you know what stood out to me? What's that? Got a bone to pick with Brandon Tate. Now I know. Okay, Brandon Tate, you got it. You now, okay? First, first it's kickers, and then then you're gonna go start picking on on the return specialist. Okay, great. Yeah, his judgment is a little off, man. He he's got me worried about fair catching and not fair catching. You, you know what I mean? A lot of these, a lot of these punts, a lot of these, a lot of the shit I'm looking at it. I'm just like. What are you doing, man? You know, he's getting he's getting nailed out there. And that could cost big. That can cost big if he doesn't improve that judgment. I'll be honest with you, until you brought up to me pre-show, I didn't even think anything of it. And I've actually been pretty impressed. So I don't mean to go against the brain on you, but well, like I mean it is what it is, <laughs> it, but it's like until you until you mess up, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like I, I put it this way. As good as Leotis McCalvin was at returning punts, every time something happened with Leotis McCalvin, you're like, God damn, Leotis McCalvin, we love you, but dude, come on, man. Now, a lot of times, he'd bobble the ball, pick it up. Like, he's swift. Um, The thing with Leotis McCalvin, though, is he carried his weight as a cornerback for a while. I liked Leotis. Yeah, shout out to Leo. I like Leo. Best interviews in the league. Yeah, oh, the hands shout down. Shout out to Jeff Knight for that line. Um, that, uh, that's that's my thing. I thought. <laughs> so Does Jeff say that too, because I definitely am like, yo, that dude cuts the best the best promo I've ever seen. One thing you and I want to talk about is really where are the Bills amongst the AFC East. Like a little bit of a look ahead. Well, I mean, right now we're sitting pretty in the. In the number two spot, ahead of the Jets in Miami by two games. Yeah, they both lost yesterday. Yeah, which is which is great. Owen to the Bills lose to the second to, to. I mean, Fitz must have had a day that just made it for the year. That must be his best because Yo, of course we wore Fitz's arm out. He he got so tired throwing the ball against us for like six. Thousand yards or whatever the fuck he did to us, and it's really weird watching the Jets. You watch Brandon Marshall drop a couple key third down receptions, and then he still ends up with a hundred something yards receiving. You know, so it, it shows you that there is hope. At least get there for your quarterback. And so, yeah, okay, you want to talk? Things will come. You want to talk a look ahead? Yeah, what are we looking at here? Next week, we play the Forty ers They're one and four. Very beatable team. The week after that, we play the Dolphins, also one and four. Just came off of a hard loss to the Steelers. Now, after that, we got the Patriots, the Tom Brady Patriots. You know, barring any injuries between now and then, you know, guy can hope, right? I, I'm not trying trying to hope the guy gets hurt. I'm not that kind of ass. Tom, if you got to ice up that game. I'm Tommy saying boy. I'm not I'm not trying to break the guy's neck. I'm just saying if maybe he could have like a Cardell Jones esque sore sore throwing shoulder. Find an earthquake, see if you can frog her across it. Do whatever you want to do. Lava. You know, go on an adventure. That's all we're suggesting. 
I mean, whatever. Get snowed in. We don't care what the circumstance is. We don't want to play it because you come back. Make a snow angel You come hell. back from a suspension and you put up 400 yards. I mean, I want to do the same thing to him that, that they did to us with the Patriots. And like, oh, you beat him without Tom Brady. Well, yeah, you put up 400 yards against the fucking Browns. All right, I want to dive into that real quick, all right? Because that's obviously the elephant in the room in the division. All right, but you know what? You know what, though? <laughs> I'm hoping one of these teams in between us and them get those fuckers. They play the, the, the Bengals and the Steelers before they play us. Steelers have been hanging tough. They're at 4-1-2 right now, so... Man, I hope they can. Uh, I hope they can do some damage to those guys, <laughs> and maybe, maybe you know, have Blount a little sore for us, have Brady a little sore for us. I feel that that this team, the Patriots team, um, you could look at it. the 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 book is going to be written one of two ways. The newspaper articles will be written one of two ways. Either they got really too confident after beating on the Browns, or depending how they come out of the next three games, which are tough games, or hey. That's exactly what they needed to to get over the adversity. It was a nice homecoming for Tom back on the team, and playing the Browns was a perfect practice game for them. We're really hoping that they're too high after this game. But what I think is I, if I had to have a needle, one side leaning towards this is exactly what they needed, and the other side leaning towards this team's going to get too high and, and, and it's going to crumble, I'd say that this win is exactly what they needed because, look, say what you want. When when I'm trying to find this damn game, because, of course, they're not going to show that game. They're showing me the Steelers and the Jets like I give a shit. And, you know, I want to see Tom Brady and hope that he loses so I can just get mad and, and watch the Browns just fail to be an NFL team. And, you know, do my thing of whining. Granted, his quarterback, the, the Browns quarterback, got knocked out early, but... You're looking at this thing, and you just see the stat line come in. You're like, God damn it. 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 No, I know. And you're like, you're especially like, God damn it. When When that stat line changes because they can only fit two players, and the next time it comes around, it's another player that wasn't on the list. You're like, really? Bennett, Hogan, and Gronk went off? Yeah, I'm seeing Hogan for 115 yards. Gronk had 100 plus. I'm just like, man, fuck these guys. Yeah, I'm so over it. It's At the same time, this is a Bill Belichick team. I shouldn't say at the same time. This is a Bill Belichick team. I, I'm sure he had the tape out with all the mistakes they made in that game on their desk or, or on the table, classroom, whatever the hell that they're meeting up for them to look at and be like, yo, you guys still suck. So this was the Browns. So I'm not worried about the Patriots being too high. You want to hope that they be too high? But I just don't see it happening. I think that's exactly what they needed. Nah, that a good fucking pre- robot coach will bring those guys back down to earth every time. A good a good preseason game right in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's going to hurt them. I don't think it's going to necessarily 
help him a ton. I just think it was a nice let's get these let's get the band back together. Hey, that was a great show. That was a great practice. Yeah, no, totally. And well, we could hope for the best. I, I think this Bills defense. Look, guys, I want to make this point: guys, girls, women, transgenders, Z's, whatever you want, dogs, cats, ants, reptiles, fish, aliens. Look, other dimensions. And anyone else we forgot to, the Bills to won. mention by name. No matter how they got there, I don't care if Jeff Fisher shit on himself which and he, ran on the field and kicked the ball to himself into the end zone and the Bills just tackled his ass. Which, I mean... And they got a bunch of safeties to win. I don't from, care. From a coaching standpoint, he kind of did. He did throw up in his mouth a couple decisions. Yeah, I mean, that, that field goal from the four when you're only down by seven with eight minutes left... That's kind of dumb, but okay. He he came back with that with, with well, I was playing to win. That was his response to that. All right, so then you're... he wasn't as conservative though as I thought he would be. To be quite honest with you, they showed some different looks offensively that I did not see at all. Tavon Austin in the backfield was never seen before. Five receiver, five guys out there, no running back, and, and five guys to throw to was not seen. All right, you're on your own 23-yard line with less than four minutes on the clock. It's fourth and five. You call a fake punt. Even even I was like, they can't possibly be actually be punting this right now. What the, what the fuck is this? Right. And that's why I awarded Jeff Fisher the Nitwit of the Week Award. What is the Nitwit of the Week Award? It's an award for the dumbest dumbass of the pack. And Jeff Fisher, you win. He looks like such a doucher in I those feel like if I, sunglasses. You it know what? So funny. I got I to gotta say, if this wasn't the first week that I did Nitwit of the Week, that douchebag would probably have like 20 or 30 of those things by now. Because, man, if there's a coach that knows how to blow it, like, how, how has he never coached in Buffalo, truthfully? How is how is he never coached here? The way this dude blows it. Are you kidding me? I would he would have, have been in the perfect drought quarterback or uh, head coach for us. I thought that they talked to him one year. I really feel like they talked to him. I know one year they talked to Ken Wizenhunt during the Doug Marone thing, and I'm like, why the hell would you even think about the Wiz, the Wizenator? Get out of here. But for real though, Jeff Fisher. The only reason I take dumps on Jeff Fisher. It's just because he, he defines mediocrity, and it's like, oh, of course golf isn't going to start this year. Of course, we need a we need a red shirt year for, for golf. We need Case Keenum. Yo, but Case Keenum played all right you this know what? game. He, our defense, he, he our defense okay. gave him more than he should more than he should have had. Like, Stephon Gilmore had Gil- some balls. I was just about to him. say Gilmore. Gilmore kind of sucked in a couple of spots. I'm not saying Gilmore sucks, but there was a couple of Well, plays. Donald Jones brought up uh, on the John Murph show, he brought up uh, he brought up the point that he thought that they were going to press, press the receivers a lot more, and they never did. So there was that. <sighs> Look, I was on this tangent that I was going to start up. Again, they won. Stack the W's. Let's get better as we go. Just stack the wins. 
How many times have we watched the Patriots and you're like, I can't believe they got this break? Look, it's okay to be critical. It's very okay to be critical. That's all we do is be critical. But let's keep in mind that just sometimes and a lot of times, these teams, they just make less mistakes. This team was about what team was going to build itself, really. Let's use that as a verb. What team was going to build itself? And I look at this Rams team, like kind of this Rams game, like just kind of playing a game of Madden where it just kind of comes down to the last like few drives. And then next thing you know, Roby gets a pick six, puts us up a little bit. This offense is sputtering. When you look at the, 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 the passing yards in the second half, they throw that set up there for a little bit. When the second, you know, towards the end of the game, I'm like, whoa. You know, it's an eye popper. Right. It really, the passing game is a concern, but at least we're on the winning side of it. Yeah, I mean, the defense definitely, uh, there's definitely a couple of spots where they made their job harder than it needed to be. But they made those guys work really hard to only get three points four different times. So it's not like these guys are just sailing down the field and then kicking a field goal. Like, they were, they were you know, scratching for every... Every inch of that, and I'm really glad that we only let them find that that end zone once because this win streak feels great, man. And you know what? If it is Rob Ryan on that red zone defense, good. Boom. I I love that Roby labeled it like that because now, now as a fan, we get to go into these games be like, all right, you know, you're going to drive, you're going to get your big-ass plays, well, you better score. Yeah, I mean, our team is dope. We got, like, four different coaches that have been defensive coordinators. You know, so. I want to lead off with this. I don't want to cut you off, but really, I was going to lead off with this. I said it on Twitter. This is the most exciting Bills team I've watched in a long time because you don't know who's going to step up to the plate and make a play. This team is exciting. LaShawn McCoy looks like he's getting shot. We haven't talked about him enough, like... We might not talk about him that much because we just expect it. You're like He's awesome. LaShawn McCoy is on our football team. And this kid looks like he's shot out of a cannon. Yeah, and he he definitely looks he definitely looks like he uh did some workouts over the over the offseason. Yo, like, the kid looks, is on a mission. He he looks as good as he ever has. And by the way, um Jerome Felton, I am noticing Jerome Felton, when they picked him up, that's how I thought he would be used. Yeah. Jerome no. Felton was in on the play where Shady ran for, I believe, 53 yards. He Yo. was in on the next play Yo. for the touchdown to Gillisley. Yo, Felton, Shady ran into Felton's back on that shit, though. I was laughing. So, I mean, I, I was. Well, when you look at the other camera angle, you oh, were no, kind of no, wondering. Yeah, no. I, I, I swear the camera angles are stupid. Why are they zoomed in on the player? I want to have an option where you can zoom back and see, like, almost like you can in Madden, but not, it doesn't have to be all 22 can, but, like, where where you, you just at least see the angles he's got to make. Like, I love being at the – like, once you get used to watching the games in the stadium, I'm sure everybody else would agree, like, you kind of don't want to leave. And a lot of people bash. When I was younger, I was such a snob. I was like, oh, I'm not going to sit in the 300s, nosebleed my ass. I work hard. I'm going to buy – these roll 14 tickets. Oh, I'm a snob. And, you know, that's how I treated myself. I was like, no, nah, I'm a baller. You know, I'm going to sit in the lower bowl. And then randomly I got tickets in the 300s. I'm like, holy shit. 
I could see everything. You see mismatches. The only downfall is the cheerleaders were a little smaller. But guess what? They're busy suing the Bills, so I ain't even worried about it. So, like, I don't need to be closer to the drum line. And plus, what are they going to do? Come out and dance a a song shot of, like, 1988 trying to make it hot because what? No. The the, the choreography and, and the shit of the drills, I wasn't too impressed. Anyways, the song selection Because you could do better. Yo, you you hear the songs around the league. It ain't that. I I don't have a problem with the ladies, but I'm just saying. I don't mean to Bill Burr that. Sorry, but um, it's like you get used to watching this, the, the games in the stadium, and, and it's just like a different perspective. Yeah, all right, whatever. So I didn't bring any mashed potatoes this time. So I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm done with I'm done with this one. Check out numbillsfan.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Dave runs the uh real deal podcast account at numbillsfan. That's Dave. I got an account of my own, numbills Adam D. You can hit me up there. We have a Facebook page. Go type in numbillsfan on Facebook. It'll pop right up. Got some fun videos. We do our live video there every Wednesday with our friends from BillsForLife.com who run the Bills Mafia Facebook group. 48,000 members and growing. I think they're at like 48.6 right now. That's pretty crazy. Booming. Booming. That's up like probably almost 4,000 in like the last month. That's huge. They're they're killing it. I mean, they, they, grow, they, they have great growth when the Bills are winning. So do we. We get we get good plays. We're hitting over nine thousand listens. Yeah, we're about to we're about to break nine thousand downloads and we're pretty excited about that. So thanks for uh listening. Tell your friends we want more. Um Don't forget, find all of our content on numbillsfan.com. You got yeah. a live show that Deacon just talked about. And lastly, punchrunksports.com. Follow them on Twitter at punchrunk. Uh pretty much uh, you know, they are three comedians. Sam Tripoli, Ari Shafir, uh, Jason Tebow. But I will say, I don't even look at it like they're trying to be funny. It's not like some slapstick dumb shit. It's really, honestly, just press record. We're going to talk about sports. Yeah, you and got it's going to be sports fans that are just really funny dudes. If you, like, uh, if you like us, there's no reason that you would not like them. They're awesome. And they actually have a very good perspective. Um, and Deacon also lied to you, too. They really don't talk that much baseball. So... Yeah, they the, do. They really don't talk that much baseball. Just that one time. Oh, they do. You know, I got educated about the Sox and the Cubs rivalry yeah, yeah, yeah. within town. You know, you get informed on dumb stuff. But, but that's a nah, great sports show, solid, though. I love picking solid up. Solid-ass podcast. I, I love picking up new info, and I think they do a good job. So check them out. We're done here. Oh, wait. You know what? One more uh, shout-out. Check out our boy Eric Turner at CoverOne.net. He's going to have some great video up from this uh, Bills-Rams game. Make sure you get after that. And if you're going to the Bills and 49ers on Sunday, make sure you check out the Red Pinto tailgate in Hammer's Lot. Hit up BillsForLife.com for more info, or you can follow them on Twitter at Pinto Tailgate. We're Dave and Adam, numb Bills fan. We out. Sure. Subscribe.